by the way, did we talk about the IKEA gaming shit? Because uh, that's the chair? No, fucking we awesome. That. <laughs> um, oh man. Okay, so I've got I've got a couple things here. So I've got um, I don't know if you know about the semiconductor shortage, which is really fucked. Um, no. We should talk about that. Uh, I mean, we could talk about Starlink. I don't know if that's interesting. Uh, there is the IKEA thing. There's like this. I mean, the storm on the Capitol and like how they're using data from all these people's like fucking apps to like uh, track them down, <laughs> which is really really crazy. Uh, Zuckerberg joined Clubhouse and now Facebook is copying it. <laughs> um, oh my god, my phone just auto corrected it to suck. Joins Clubhouse, mm-hmm. suck, suck it, suck. Um, um, I would like to talk about that because of well, my take's short, but we'll do it during the show. Hot yeah. take. Um, so we could talk about the Australia thing as well if it's interesting, um, right? Because the, the EU's following, uh, again <laughs> and then there's like i don't know if this is even worth talking about there's like a fuck ton of rumors about apple making like an ar headset at the moment and like i don't know my my, my tldr take is i don't care <laughs> but it's interesting because yeah. like there's not a ton to talk about because it's just a rumor but it's also one of those things Persistent. where all the rumors are like what Apple wants to make, the technology is still like six years away. It's so yeah. far away. So they've course, got And of course of, they're working on it. It doesn't mean they're going to ship it. It's like yeah. half of it is that. But like if you think of Gen 1 of all other product categories with Apple, they definitely like miss a lot of the original the iPad is hilarious in hindsight. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, like look at the first Apple Watch and then look mm. at the current one. It's like... Mm-hmm. You can see what they wanted it to be, and it was just missing a bunch of those features, but it yeah. got there eventually. So do you think they're going to do that with AR, or do you think that they want something closer to the tech right. of their yeah. idealized version Events before That's actually, I think, why it's interesting, because I don't think that they can make the one they want, if that makes sense. So we could talk about it briefly. Are you making a list? Uh, I did in Discord. Okay. Oh. Motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I was yeah, trying yeah. to not be distracted. I always, I always want to be more active in Discord, and then I open it, and then I see so many notifications, here's, and then I get overwhelmed. <laughs> here's my hot tip. Um, I found out the other day, Control-Shift-Escape marks everything as red. And so I find it a lot more help, because I find the same. And so when I get really behind, if I haven't checked in like two days, I just Control-Shift-Escape, mark everything as red, and then carry on. Which has exactly. been helpful. <laughs> because now I just go through every channel and escape, yeah. escape, escape, escape. Nah. But even that is kind of a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I really recommend it. It has helped. And then I just like go on the channels I'm interested in as opposed to yeah. like feeling like it's work. So recommend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Oh, that's a really good tip. That's exactly what I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's super helpful for other discords I'm in where yeah. there's just like way more volume than yeah. ours. Oh, I like ours I can usually catch up on, but... There's some other ones that I'm going to use that for because that's a great tip. Okay. Shall we do this? Because I imagine we have some calendar <laughs> constraints. Yeah. Yeah. Let's um, keep it under an hour. Yeah. Let's just check. I'm just going to check. Uh, Frederica, um, it does say that it's using the microphone of your webcam. Oop. Oh, that's an issue. That is an issue. I mean, you sound fine, but then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> you can't hear this? I can. It's just not coming out of your oh. podcast mic. Yeah. Weird. Let me see. That's 
good that you called that because I was looking at that. And I will default... check mine too. Oh yeah, is... it, it said now the Brio is default, which is bad. I should change that later. Love Balti. me a Oh, Brio. I wasn't at home for a little bit. Um, mm. And um, so Baltasar is kind of like, I want your attention. Mm. Well, you then with ASMR, like, <laughs> you went from like, like shitty call mode to like, hello. <laughs> hello, friends. Oh, that was, that was perfect. Okay. Can we all try to clap at the same time? Yeah. Yes. Ready? Charge Tech Podcast, episode 163. Podcast that looks at tech, how it's shaping the world around us. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Grosser, and with me, Frederica Monty. Oh, I'm William. Hey. Hey. Hey, friends. Hi, everybody. (laughs) It's Dr. Nick. (laughs) It's me, Dr. Nick. Uh, I apologize that I was distracted. I got the, like, classic, someone's at your front door on my phone, and so... (laughs) I had to do that. What is... For normal people, it's called a doorbell. Yeah. For Owen, it's a push notification. (laughs) It's a huge box. Sorry. Do you need to go pick up your package? Yeah. uh, Just give me one second. (laughs) Please begin without me. I'm so sorry. Uh, Let's talk about the weather. Well, Frederica and I, we were just uh, outside together. Yes. In the snow. It snowed. Yeah, it was. It is kind of crazy. Like if once in twenty years amount of snow in the Netherlands. Wow, it's been really nice. Yeah, it has been really nice. But um, yeah, it's funny. Like the Netherlands just turned into like a winter wonderland for one week. I think next week it will be over again. But uh, for now, it's really nice. We saw people ice skating in a park. Like oh. I haven't ice skated on like natural ice in years. My uh, fr- friend Alex lives in a houseboat, and he just texted me that his canal's frozen. Yes! Which is so cool. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I don't remember which year it was when all the canals were frozen, but I think it was 2012. Oh, it's happening again? Yes. Oh, my God. I think it was 2012, or maybe I was there when the last time it happened, and everybody was so thirsty to get on it that they got on too soon, and like yeah. people kept falling in, and then eventually it was actually safe. I remember yeah. in 2018, it froze enough for people to skate, and that one guy passed away. <gasps> mm. But I was in Toronto at the time. Oh. It was actually warmer in Toronto than it was in Amsterdam, which is, like, wow. super rare. That is weird. Yeah. It gets very cold here. <laughs> um, so, wait. The people... Here's a, here's a Dutch question for you, Freddie. The thing I noticed here, and this is not tech at all, but we're just going to go with it. Uh, in Canada, they all ha- like measure the ice. They're like hardcore. They like go out with their little like and see how thick it is before they start skating on it. Do they do it there too? Yeah, like, I never definitely. really noticed it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I we I didn't see anyone doing it today, mm. but uh, I have definitely seen people. Yeah, with their ice skates on, like, on the side of the thing, and then just, like, making a little hole in the ice before they go in Mm. on. Because, you know, if it's, like, thick enough on the sides, which should be the thinnest spot, Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. should be be golden. 
you know interesting and especially if you're alone yes right <laughs> like if you're gonna ice skate somewhere by yourself you need to do this basically but yeah, it's old yeah. school it's very cute i really like seeing it honestly mm. i would not recommend just going out on the ice alone <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but no, like I mean, it's people idea. do this stuff. I also saw people uh, swimming, you know, taking a dip. Oh Jesus! Yes, <laughs> yes. The the Wim Hof method guy. Yeah. Wim Hof guy is here. Yeah. So yeah. there's lots of people that do that. I okay. So something that's been endearing about living in Canada that so I loved the ice skating thing in the Netherlands when it happened. It was so rare, right? <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> It is hilarious, but like there are thousands of neighborhood skating rinks <laughs> the city maintains, and it cracks me up. In every park, there's one. Like there's one uh, that's like just on an old basketball court that they flood every uh, winter. There's another one uh, in another park here where they like do it outside thing, and like it's so funny it's to me. So it's so great. cute. They're all like go there with little ice skates and do it. I'm like, I don't get it. And, and just it's a very endearing and like. People joke about the Canadians being hardcore about ice hockey, but they are yes. like they're five they of fucking practicing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they should be, like I mean I was ice skating too when I was that uh, age. Then we still had normal ice, you know. I love it so much when it was still a thing. But yeah, it's like you can walk. We go ice skating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like in the, the Netherlands, also has like a big tradition of ice skating. I guess in general, it's not mm-hmm. so much the hockey thing; it's more the the short track and the long distance stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I love it so much. Anyway, <laughs> transitioning from that, but it is nice. There's, There's no some transition. Winter, winter stuff going on. Um, Can't wait for spring though. Honestly. Oh my god, kill me! <laughs> Just like I'm actually at that point. I was like, wow, I'm so glad winter is here because it was like late a little bit. Now that it's here, I'm like, please, sweet Jesus, <laughs> like, bring the summer back. It just makes me think we're so close to my second quarantine birthday. Oh yeah. my god! I know <laughs> my birthday was like the week after lockdown started. Oh, I'm sorry. Honestly, like um, I had a um, virtual birthday the other week, and it made me so fucking sad. If I'm mm-hmm. honest, because um, what was happening was like two of my friends, my friend who was her birthday, um, she had like one friend over, and her boyfriend was there because they lived together. And like they were having a tiny party and the rest of us were calling in and it felt yeah. so sad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they were having actually a good time and I'm glad they did. But we were just like at home on our couches like, Watching yes, it. we're drinking yeah. a wine. Oh, that's so funny. It's, it's I mean, so that's the, the tech story, though. It's like uh, I always think when people talk about Zoom burnout that it's a little like hyperbolic. But yeah. at the beginning of the pandemic, I felt like I was getting on and chatting with people pretty frequently yeah oh yeah now Almost I have every day. I have yeah nothing. my my best friend from home like he he had his birthday in november and we just didn't get on a call mm-hmm. yeah and it's yeah. just like you know yeah. it was like hey do you want to have like a party and he was like no no <laughs> i had a friend reach out recently and they were like oh should we should hop on a call soon or whatever and i was like first of all i never want to hear the words hop on a call i know also not from a friend and then second of all i was like i think i'm good for now like yeah i so i have this uh version of this but it's exacerbated by the fact that most of the people who want to hop on a call with me are in new zealand and like most of it is a pity party so like right they'll be like i'll be like oh how's it going and you know they whatever they've got summer like they're fucking around and like making out with everyone and it's fine (laughs) and they're like (laughs) and how about you and i'm like 
It's the same. It is the same. Like, we, yeah. were we talking a year ago? It's the same. <laughs> like, yeah. And I, I don't know. I've just given up. I'm just like, can we just let's talk later? <laughs> yeah, it's probably extremely sour to talk to people in New Zealand right now. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> and like, it's I'm happy for them. Like, I really am. But I, yeah, I just... There's no point. Like, they might as well enjoy the summer. Um, actually, the most, uh, and on the final note here, like, the funny thought I have really had about Zoom and all of those things is, I don't, I'm not optimistic about these companies after this. Like, I really, like, there's all these economists saying that, like, the economy is going to go crazy, right? Because, like, people are going to be, like, there's pent-up demand for doing literally anything. People will pay crazy <laughs> money. I will pay money to sit inside somewhere at this point. <laughs> like, not even get yeah. anything. Right? Um <laughs> And I think they haven't pointed out that, like, nobody will want to use Zoom, like, for any yeah. reason at all. <laughs> Everyone has, everyone's going to have, like, some sort of Zoom PTSD. Oh, I definitely do. <laughs> so. There's a th- thread I'll put in the show notes. It's from this guy who runs a company that helps companies go remote. So, like, mm-hmm. there's a bias there. But he's been doing research for his company and said, like, 30% of companies just plan to go full remote Mm -hmm. and most of his clients are like tech companies in the bay area so it's i mean the data is very skewed but i'll put it in the show notes because i found it was interesting it was sort of insights from his job but yeah i would say i would say that's about what i would expect and here's the thing so i think we've been talking about this at work a lot this this version of remote sucks and so um, I think we've said this on the show before, like what Shopify's plan is actually to extend remote past the end of lockdowns um, for people who do live in cities. So like right now we're not opening any offices until 2022, right? So there will be a time, I hope, in which there's you can go to a co-working space, you can go to see right. your team. And like, I think that version will be much more tolerable right like i'm happy to do meetings in a park most of my team lives around here like it's fine um and so i do think that like that will make it better but i also suspect there will be an eagerness to go back like i'm at the point where like you both i will just get a co-working space if i can't go back to the office yeah (laughs) there's no way yeah yeah (laughs) i think co-working spaces are probably gonna take off after if they survive this suddenly has like 20 years ahead of schedule like a business model (laughs) but we work should die yeah i agree i agree but i'm just saying like out of the (laughs) hilarity that was them begging to exist before the pandemic now it's like this is the business case so yeah Yeah, we we all want it now take my money do you know terminal and companies like that it's kind of a model between like there are these entities that exist so if you want to hire someone in a different country Hmm. the that company hires the person oh, and then you pay them and then like they do all the like almost. yeah umbrella like company, company. That's the word. Yeah. um terminal is like that but it's like also a we work so oh, yeah, like cool. they have an office in like guadalajara huh. and then they hire the people and then pinterest is like we need three ruby on rails developers mm. and they're like great you've got a team in guadalajara now and i think like models like that are going to explode because everyone can work wherever but it's like also got the ability to have that co-work space office feel it's like that hybrid yeah that's interesting actually i think like almost collectives 
will come back as a result. Yeah. And it's really hard to hire people in any way remote. It's like, there's so much annoying stuff. Like, Yeah, exactly. That's usually the thing that breaks it too. Yeah. Where it's just like, for instance, my my friend got hired for a job in Ireland. We all know this person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, they couldn't stay in the Netherlands because of visa reasons. And payroll oh problems. And, but, yeah. but that's the interesting thing with this is like companies of our scale can handle it, but even we don't want to in many cases because it's like a huge burden i it, you know what i and i'm gonna get so much hate probably in discord about this statement but like i used to get so annoyed and still do when i see jobs that are like remote and then you click and it's like north america only but yeah like, i, hate I that. now understand it it's so fucking dumb it's so fucking yeah. dumb but also you know what it's so hard <laughs> to hire people like if you say oh hire them in europe it's not that simple because in the europe you need to like figure out payroll in fucking Belgium now or figure out payroll in Germany. It's not like, I mean, in the US, yes, you have different state shit to deal with, but then you can buy one app and run your payroll in it. Like it's it actually it the, the hardest thing. So I, all of my employees are independent contractors and they just invoice me and then they can be independent. So wherever they're based, they pay their taxes and then I just am paying them a flat fee, you know, like an invoice every month. And I tried to bring on someone in, america and they're like so i need benefits like i need health insurance yeah, yeah. every other country it's tied does. to employment there <laughs> yeah. it's actually hardest right now if you want to bring on somebody to bring on an american yeah a, a united states american i'm trying yeah. to break that because like north yeah, america yeah. and south america like everyone that lives in them is an american you know like yeah, we say exactly. american we mean united states i'm That's trying to definitely break the that disadvantage habit. now is i think it might turn if it gets easier through software or whatever to figure out this stuff with umbrella companies and like because that's the thing is in the u.s you have to deal with all of those extra things and it actually is harder in the end it's harder yeah so i'd rather get someone in like vancouver to have the time zone benefit than Mm. and we have in the west coast yeah anyway um, Anyway. let's talk about tech uh i'm gonna say a quick facebook funny story you're doing Uh, the funny just because it's quick um we talked about clubhouse before i think it's an app that does audio it's podcasts but worse whatever anyway just a classic facebook story for you just just to be sure just to be sure before you start clubhouse is bad and you Uh, shouldn't join it just because someone gave you a fucking invite okay but okay anyway we'll come back to that uh i agree um so facebook's you don't need, I don't need to say Facebook CEO. You all know who Mark Zuckerberg is. Okay, that guy, he joined Clubhouse last week. It was all over Twitter. Everyone's like, oh my God. Like, uh, irony that it's all over Twitter that Zuckerberg is on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> by the way. But anyway, he joined it and uh, he was on there saying some, sh- some dumb shit. And Facebook PR was like slathering it around as they always do. Because, of course, A16Z, like Mark Andreessen's shit, invested in Clubhouse. And so it's all over. Anyway, they love it. Uh, one week later, a story emerges that Facebook is now <laughs> building its own clubhouse. And I mean, A, of course, but B, lol. <laughs> I think they've been doing it for months, just like Twitter. You can't tell me that Twitter is ahead of Facebook, for sure. Like, this never happened in the history of ever. Here's the ultimate take on this. Um, as soon as the conversation with the Robinhood CEO happened with Elon mm. Musk on clubhouse so we already know that one of clubhouse's biggest problems is they refuse to moderate it properly like yes there are moderators but they're really there to just ask questions they're not there's no one actually stopping harassment or 
pushing back against people when they say things that are baseless or whatever. And so this is why Mark Zuckerberg was on there is it's a forum for them to do a public interview public in quotes because you have to it's an invite only and iOS only so it's like yep. exclusive still but it's a forum for them to talk publicly without getting hard questions mm-hmm. yeah if they're going to get interviewed on the news you know or by congress someone's going to challenge them when yep. they yeah. say some dumb shit that's a PR line to h- cover up the actual problems with the company but you know we saw with the Elon interview we saw with the Robin Hood guy interview Vlad there's no one asking actual hard questions or pushing back when they give that polished answer. So it's like, yeah, throw Mark on there. That's good free PR. And I think that that's really important to why he did it. Is it's just like, oh, well, no one's going to challenge him. So fucking yeah, they, do he it. He loves that shit. Like, he doesn't want to <laughs> yeah. get asked questions. Yeah. Anyway, I'd, look, I don't know if it's worth talking about at length, but I just thought it was interesting that it happened uh, and the timing of the story afterwards <laughs> really got me. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a, I have to say I'm a little bit afraid of the medium in general mm. I, don't, I don't really care if uh, Twitter does it or um, Facebook does it or Clubhouse does it I, I, have to, I have to say I'm just a little afraid of the medium I, f- I feel like there is a lot of you know there is a lot of potential things yeah. that are scary about it and it's probably not all bad it's probably lovely people on there as well but um, you're gonna I, end up feel... with like another Trump radio show, like right. <laughs> and I f- I feel like there the boundaries are just so vague, and then on top of that with uh, not moderating the space, I'm not sure. Like for instance, um, I guess I don't know. You can make it people moderated too, like yeah, on yeah, Twitch, have, for instance. Yeah. They do that, and I guess uh, um. Why do I want to say Tumblr? But I mean, Reddit also has like, you know, moderators that are usually mm, from the mm-hmm, group mm-hmm. or if it's like a subreddit about a person, sometimes it's the actual person who is moderating it. But I, I, I feel like the, the boundaries around voice are so vague. It's so hard to understand really what someone is saying. Mm-hmm. And by the time they have our, you know, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm afraid a little bit. Maybe so, for no reason, but like there's something about it that makes me feel a little. Uh, uh, my, this is not what we need. My curiosity is, I do think it's an interesting format for the moment we're in right now. So, like, I joined a Twitter space a couple of times just out of curiosity, and I have to say, compared to what I've heard about Clubhouse, they're much more like hanging out with people that you know from your feed, which is mm. cool. And, like, it's much less, like, growth hack bullshit. Like, it's literally just people, like, hanging out from Twitter. And I think, like, that in this moment is valuable. I don't believe, again, and I would love to be wrong. Please be wrong. But, like, I don't believe that these things will extend past this. I'm The only reason that they work right now, in my opinion, is I'm bored at home. Like, <laughs> and I'm willing to sit around on some app and talk to randos. You really, I'm not convinced that I will have the energy for that if I can go out in the world and drink at a bar. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm just not convinced. Are they, how many Kiwis are on Clubhouse? Let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, look. I hope so. My take is if anybody should win it, I wish Twitter will, would, would, will, because at least they're trying with moderation. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, they're garbage. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I would much <laughs> prefer the established platform to win this one. <laughs> so. I, th- I, th- I think I'll point to... 
like house party that goes back to our conversation about zoom fatigue like house party was super popular at the beginning of the pandemic but like i don't really yeah i haven't i haven't used it in nine months i'm curious what their like user active user drop-off looks like yeah i'm curious if like owen said just clubhouse go away after the pandemic or what I think House Party lost, and one of the reasons that Zoom is so quickly trying to build more, is it's easier to turn to a platform that offers more than just one format. And yeah. I think yeah. that's Twitter's advantage. Yeah. Is like you can post, some people have voice notes turned on, you can fleet, you can, if you have spaces, now you have that format. They're adding newsletters, you can do newsletters. Yeah, that's interesting. And it's like, Guys, you can, Twitter's on fire. Well, yeah, and and a good wife for once. They actually shipping. Yeah, 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 and you can show up and communicate in different formats or ingest different formats of content. And I think with apps like Instagram, we've seen it's like all bloat, and you don't really want all like I don't want reels and on top because like they're just trying to like ham in ever like other well, I mean, features. Instagram's like, I mean, Facebook is a growth hack company. I think the interesting thing about Twitter, and this is. Uh, not maybe surprising but i do think it's spicy is that like they actually are successful because they're one of the things that hasn't fundamentally changed over time i think like their success has been their ineptness in a way <laughs> that like every social network is like desperate to juice whatever and so like fucking ru- like i have to say instagram for me is i find it really unsatisfying now it's like an app full of ads that sometimes has my friends like, it's full of blow yeah yeah it's, and like i just i feel like i'm like my brain is being growth hacked every time I, like i really feel it uh yeah. when i use it and maybe the average user doesn't but twitter like you know fleets it's not like it's it's there but you can ignore it and like right you don't have to use the voice memos you can just move on and like you actually yeah. have control and i think it's interesting that they're doing that i think it's fascinating that they've shipped anything <laughs> Whereas, I mean, honestly, like the stories on Instagram, they are made so important. I feel, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm for, I'm being forced yeah. at the stories. And yeah. In the beginning, I was like, this is weird. And now, I mean, I think most of the time I spend on Instagram is in stories. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I hate it. I like stories. I make stories myself, all those things. But if I think back of my initial reaction and my initial like, oh, this is changing the feed as it was and now that doesn't really exist anymore mm. and i would have never said that that is something that i would want <laughs> yeah so i i know i miss old instagram i miss slow instagram i miss I old know. instagram I like i and i didn't mean to end up in a like oh stories thing but i really what i find is when i do tap through stories i'm like happy that i'm seeing what my friends are up to or whatever but then i'm just like this isn't i'm not doing anything yeah well that's also a symptom of the pandemic i think instagram was more dynamic when people were going and doing things totally but i never realized that uh so i didn't think a thing i didn't realize before the pandemic is that when i'm tapping through instagram i'm I'm often not even taking in information like like i I feel like i haven't even processed it (laughs) so like i'm just not sure I don't know. It's just this weird phenomenon I noticed lately. But yes, I mean, sure, Instagram is much more boring when everyone's stuck at home. I'm sure they're aware yeah. of that. <laughs> yeah. Like, Christ. No wonder uh, they're trying to clone Clubhouse. It's like, yeah. They're and just they'll cram it into Instagram, water. I'm sure. Actually, yeah. on that note, Instagram yesterday said that they're going to de rank reels that have the TikTok logo on them, which is hilarious <laughs> because it's all of them. 
I haven't seen anything on Instagram that reels that isn't having a TikTok logo or sponsored by Instagram. One of those two. Well, maybe I will finally become popular on Instagram then. (laughs) Because I have been making reels on my like illustration account just because I know it it boosts me in the algorithm. And I feel a little bit dirty for it too. Like there is like, I think I tweeted about it like um, today in the, the... Instagram algorithm made me do things. Please go like <laughs> it because it takes a fuck ton of time uh, to make a reel. That's really funny. So do yeah. you know how like we talk about Instagram has like different buckets for like A-B testing? Mm-hmm. So my account still doesn't have the shopping tab. It still looks really? like it used to. My alt has it, but like, and so that account that still has like the focus on reels, mm-hmm. like remember when like it was like push to reels? Mm-hmm. Every time I hit someone's video, even if it's not a reel, it'll only play the first eight seconds of it. And then it yeah. pops up a watch the rest on reels. And it doesn't do that on my other account. And it doesn't do it on my partner's account. Huh. But never, I'm I've like, never seen that. It's so weird. It's really it's it actually drives me away from Instagram even more because it's like I'm watching a video. And you know how like. When a video starts auto-playing and you have to tap it to get it to play the sound. Mm-hmm. So you've already missed like the first second, but it's fine because you'll just like watch it on loop. Mm-hmm. They don't loop because they Bro. hit that. Yeah. And so and then you tap really. it and it takes yeah. you to a different part of the app. And mm. so it's really disruptive. And I just end up not opening the app that much anymore. Mm-hmm. I spend like less than five minutes a day on Instagram. And I used to spend like I had to put an app timer on because yeah, I was you spending. Yeah, you were all in. <laughs> yeah, and so I put a timer on for 45 minutes and I was wow. hitting that. So I used to spend a lot more time on Instagram and now it's just like completely fallen off for me. Wow. Just, I mean, I just, that's a single data point. Like oh, maybe no, they're mean, still seeing user I'm sure it's usage exploding. time it increase. It, but it, people are bored at home. Like I don't think that we're, <laughs> I don't think this is the common experience, but I do feel a degree of this sort of like Instagram burnout that I hadn't really felt before i mean maybe i'm just apathetic about everything right now but this makes me think of another story that we didn't talk about in the pre-show but jeff bezos stepped down as ceo oh my god i was like trying to think there was one hilariously large story and i was like what is it it's the world's richest man not doing his job anymore ton to talk about because uh he didn't really lose any power he just lost some oversight he just doesn't have to go to meetings (laughs) Yeah, but someone pointed out that now Mark Zuckerberg is the last original founder at the big tech companies. Like Google, Apple, Amazon, like they don't have their Microsoft. All the founders are not the CEO anymore, except for Facebook. And so honestly, like Facebook would probably benefit from Mark Zuckerberg not being the CEO. He's never going to do it. He's going to, I swear to God, he's going to be like 80 years old and it's going to be like the queen where like, she refuses to abdicate. <laughs> I think it's going to be like that. Like, 100%. He, he fucking loves the power. He'll never let on, but he loves it. This dude is... I'm oh, sorry. I get so worked up about him. If, if he steps down, I'll be deeply surprised. In fact, I'll tell you the one thing I think he would step down for. And I think it would be the... And, like, I don't think this guy actually has a philanthropic... Whatever that charity word philanthropic is. Yeah, philanthropic. Bone in his body. Bone in yeah. his body. Um, but I do think the Priscilla Chan thing, I think his wife has a big influence on him and maybe he might, 
eventually realize that he's got so much money that he should actually better like his time would be better like bill gates in a way like i think i think he's the kind of guy who uh 30 years from now when he's like oil spell spilled all over the internet like will undo his conscience by uh i don't know i don't want to make yeah but the bill gates thing is a such a bad example because he actually gives a shit (laughs) well no no because he's actually just gotten richer and richer and richer as he's been like i'm giving away my money well you know the way that billionaires give away their money is they create foundations yep and then they make more money so i don't yeah i mean bill gates at least invests a lot in stuff but like sure but also 5g chips no i'm kidding sorry not a lot is going to change in um in amazon anyway because of this because the guy who is now ceo like has he he been in the company for 11 years yeah he was 20 i think he was practically running it already he yeah. was his title was CEO of AWS, which yeah, is the most important Amazon business anyway. So. Right, so I, it's not a surprise that this guy mm-hmm. got maybe it. maybe uh, he was just a vanity CEO or something. Oh I yeah, know. I mean, I think Bezos is in similar in some ways to Zuck, where he has many opinions and can't get away from them. But I think he reached the point where he was like, "Why am I doing this? I am ripped now, and I would like to fuck." with rockets and beat elon musk because my ego is enormous so uh sorry i'm in a i'm in a mood this morning but uh i do i do think it materially it won't have a big impact on the way the company operates like i don't think we'll see anything change i think that he'll still be involved in stuff it just isn't him writing the memos it's the same as google like larry page and whatever the fuck his name is they're still around. They're spreading money around, doing dumb shit that loses money and then closing it down. Like, he's going to do the same yeah. thing. Um, the segue there is to Starlink because you mentioned. Oh, yeah. I mean. Bezos doing space stuff. What was your Starlink story? Um, I don't know. I just had an interesting take about, like, it is a fascinating thing that's going on right now because it has just, like, rolled out to a lot of people uh, all of a sudden. Like, they're still in this beta program thing. And so especially in canada like a lot of people are signing up because there's a lot of rural people with shitty internet here and like the regulation on internet sucks here it's like the u.s where it's like one isp in most areas um and they all run their own cables and it's insane shit but uh i don't know (laughs) it's just like i i both struggle to understand it and also understand it because it's like for rural people it's a total game changer but i'm really pissed (laughs) that like countries aren't looking at it and being like if we have to resort to this random private company having a monopoly on like satellite internet uh to get our people connected we have fucked up so bad like it's a huge failure i I literally and i'll i'll find the article and put it in discord so i'm backing this up with a link but i literally saw yesterday that it would cost only 300 dollars per american to give everybody internet access, like lay the cables if they were doing it at the government level and not contracting it out to like fucking... AT&T and Verizon yeah. and shit. And people keep saying like, oh, it's so hard to lay cables everywhere. And it is, unless you treat it like a utility. And like, I don't have a long spicy take about this, but I just think it's a really garbage thing that people are like, Starlink is helping break the monopolies. No, it's not. Now, nobody can compete with them. So those people yeah. in yeah. rural communities, every other business will go out of business that was doing ISP stuff and it's going to be Starlink. And you know what's going to happen? 
<laughs> everything that's happened with AT&T, prices will go up. They'll be yeah. like eventually because yeah. they ha- they have to launch rockets to fucking run this business. You can't tell me yeah. that it's going to be this cheap. I don't know. I'm going to get like eaten alive every time I tweet about Starlink. Yeah. The fucking Musk stands come out and I can't even deal with it. Um, but it's also it's also what you said was completely right. Where if we treat it like a utility, it must have cost a lot of money to put water in every house. It's but so was much. anyone complaining about it? No, yeah, we need water. Pipes. Electricity Fuck. too. It's like why is yeah yeah the infrastructure is already there. Yeah, it's just that you have to run under another. And yes, it's expensive. But you know what? Like after this pandemic, if there's like if like let's go on the economy thing here. If you want your economy to come back. You got to burn a shit ton of money to do something. Do it on your internet, because you know what? Yeah. Here in Ontario, like, it's first of all, Ontario is enormous. I like, it's incomprehensible how big this fucking province is to me. Some of the people in the northern communities to do in, like school, because uh, school is closed, they're mailing them fucking USB keys because they don't oh have God. fast enough internet to get the class materials. Like, it's absolutely bananas to me that like on the other side of this places like canada aren't saying like we'll spend bajillion trajillion dollars to give everybody internet we know it will take two decades here's the plan we do x y and z this is what new zealand did and i think rather than build roads which is what every country fucking does when they need to generate economy build some cables like yeah fuck elon musk (laughs) i I will say i I think it's important that starlink does exist because the competition is important but i am worried about the monopoly thing the same way that at&t comcast all the isps have mostly monopolies in their area yes i also don't want starlink to have a monopoly on it so i think it would be great if we could get the infrastructure from the governments as well as companies like that's it at&t doing 5g and yep. starlink doing satellite and it, i think it's important that people like get choice and also yeah. the, qual- the quality will only continue to get better if there's that's, competition so here. that's the thing right. is like i'm i'm being really harsh on starlink i do really think it's genuinely interesting technology but governments should be looking at it and saying how do we provide choice to people right and regulate yes. a minimum so like Yes. And like you can't say Starlink is just the like you people need to be able to get X access and X speeds at, uh, like via maybe two methods. I think everybody should have a choice in my opinion. Yeah. Like and like anyway. So I think it's I think it's really exciting because there is this other side of the thing that maybe we can't talk about until another time but like the big change with Starlink that I feel bad for laying into them about is we can actually move to a model where people work remote from rural places now like you can hire a software developer in fucking antarctica if you want to and they can actually do their job where where that wasn't really feasible before or it was a lot more difficult and so i think we're gonna see in the next five years if technologies like this become popular and we don't mess it up people moving out of cities and like setting themselves up in a much more sustainable way uh in smaller towns rather than like concentrating everybody into like yeah. the bay area like <laughs> or like my my dad moved into an rv right and he works off a hotspot now and right. he's on the waiting list for starlink and yep. it's like that's it's not just rural but it's also in in motion like he could well, work from a different city or state even yeah every week so and that's like i'll be very honest with you we like literally femka and i've talked about like oh well if we could get internet why wouldn't we live in the boonies and like have a build a house on the lake like 
just as a thought exercise like what stops us and so that's an interesting thing that's shifting it um but anyway i can go into another i think it's exciting from that perspective but i'm just like really frustrated by how folks aren't realizing how much this could fuck us like if starlink just like runs away and people are like yeah fuck you comcast and they're getting it in the cities and i rightfully so like if Comcast is so bad in your city that you need to get satellite internet, I don't think that Starlink is really a good solution and you're not sticking it to the man. You're actually making the case for fixed internet worse. Um, and it worries me. <laughs> the other thing about Starlink I'm curious about is it takes like months for a satellite to get into its orbit Yeah. for Starlink. Not They're only just, just like spamming the process them. of of yeah i'm curious I, I, like obviously if your cell tower goes down like it takes yeah. verizon a while to get out there and fix it so i'm not saying that like the alternative is any faster but i'm curious about what happens if a satellite you know yeah. needs to be replaced i assume it's something to do with the mesh thing that they're like harping on yeah, about I but it, i think there are limitations that people aren't talking about like the people who have switched from comcast to starlink aren't realizing that it isn't a guarantee of speed or latency like there will be gaps there will be fluctuation it's not the same experience and i think that we have to somehow acknowledge that in the same sentence as like being excited about it um so i don't know it's also early on it is really early and i also just like i'm sorry i'm not an elon musk stan i don't trust his attention span (laughs) yeah what happens when he moves to mars yeah and you know i don't even know if we mentioned this <laughs> i forgot that he was going to do that but uh, like loon for example shut down the google thing with the balloons and that's a huge bummer because loon was energy neutral so like they were launching balloons that just flew around no propellant uh and giving people internet and they killed it because like the market for it when starlink exists it doesn't make any sense <laughs> um yeah, and but google like rockets sucked. take a lot of energy and yeah pollution and yeah anyway so it's it's exciting for my like my canadian friends are like oh my god i can go live at a cottage and like work and i think that is really cool but it's just it also sounds a little bit like a like a quarantine dream though you know oh for sure oh, my life's so boring <laughs> i can make it extra boring and then like back and then it's like fuck i want to be in a restaurant where's yeah, that where's yeah. all the fuss you there's know? one restaurant in yeah. the little town okay uh so do you have uh, what was next on the list saying i'm sorry we've got semiconductor shortage oh baby things are about to get weird you think it's hard to get a video card now (laughs) oh man uh do you either of you know about this so no actually not at all okay so as you can imagine you've probably seen this when you're trying to online shop right like you go online everything's out of stock half the time like (laughs) if you're trying to buy fucking webcam for the last year good luck Uh, only recently have they stabilized for example um there's this interesting thing that we're seeing now that like because of the pandemic like supply chains take a while to like react right sometimes you see network effects years later because of the pandemic semiconductor shortages are starting to hit us now from a year ago and yeah exactly semiconductors are in everything like it's not um it's not like oh the iphone they can't make enough of them it's like there are factories shut down here in ontario to make like gm cars because they can't get chips (laughs) like apple can't produce enough iphones they can't make enough video cards microsoft just announced last week that they can't produce enough xboxes so they're going to be out of stock until july wow (laughs) and so that we're in this weird phase where i think it's about to get really hard to get a lot of stuff 
because they just so can't make it. Why do you think that happened? Did this happen because because of the pandemic, a lot of places had to stop production? Or did this happen because of the pandemic, everyone started buying a bunch of shit? I think it's all of the... Or is it Bitcoin? <laughs> um, is it Bitcoin? <laughs> yeah, it's probably also Bitcoin. So I think, yeah. So my understanding of it is that it's like an, it's a number of factors. So it's like people in mind stopped pulling shit out of the ground because there's a pandemic. Further up the chain, China stopped its factories. Like Taiwan slowed down its factories at the start of like the pandemic. Everybody like really slowed down their thing. And then there was also a boom in people buying stuff as well as this is where it gets really weird people hoarding shit so companies like huawei and apple and stuff started buying up huge quantities of semiconductors scared shitless of a shortage making the shortage worse <laughs> uh and it's just this interesting um chicken egg thing that you know i i think we all realized this last year where we were like wow all of this is connected in weird ways like there's a fart in a supply chain somewhere and suddenly yeah. you can't buy flour because there's not enough cardboard to put it in like <laughs> that happened yeah. here <laughs> so i mean it will be fine but i think there's going to be a time this year where it's like people struggle to get gpus for many reasons including bitcoin people but it's about to get way worse <laughs> so yeah It'll be like, it'll be interesting to see how bad it gets because if it's as bad as, you know, some companies have hoarded enough that they can get away with it. Like, I don't think you'll see a shortage of switches, for example, because Nintendo <laughs> has enough buying power. I think you might, oh, interesting. like the next iPhone might be delayed because they can't get enough for but, that, but like they have enough to make them now. What but an do, interesting yeah. twist on like who has an advantage in things you know mm -hmm. this is like something that is probably happening all the time yeah but it's like super hidden usually yeah it, it like, is why did this hidden. company succeed over that company was yeah. it really that like vhs like allowed porn to be made on vhs or was mm -hmm. it something else yeah. you know absolutely and so i like right now it doesn't seem like a big deal but i do think it's going to get worse as we go into this year and it might get to the point where it's like you can get a lot of older stuff i think what we'll see this year is a lot of hardware not come out so like yeah the, the iphone for example that you might expect every october they might say sorry like it's going to be early next year and they'll spin it like they won't say that's <laughs> shorted but like other companies like microsoft or whoever might have a normal cadence and like talk about stuff months out i think they'll show it and then be like we don't know <laughs> we did we don't know when it's coming out um and like factories are closing here in here in Ontario, I think like three, four car makers are shut down, and they should be shut down anyway because there's a pandemic. But who wants to die making a car, right? But they can't get enough chips uh, to make them, so it's like, what are you gonna do? It's, it's quite weird. It sounds kind of worrying, to be honest. It's. I think we'll survive. It's just like, it it hurts for longer because it's harder to like ramp back up from that um but i do think that like on the other side of it we'll see production speed up a lot like i think they'll overcompensate which you've seen in other industries like i don't know if you had this in the netherlands last year with like flour everybody was buying flour to make bread what like remember that yes. hard make bread yeah don't see any of that anymore but um, at some point there was no flour anywhere and then like two months later there was flour fucking everywhere like it was on the floor of the supermarket and bags everywhere like they had too much of it 
because supply is overcompensated. Yeah, there were like pallets of flour everywhere yeah. and they were like in the big bags as well. Yeah. That you would normally not see. Yeah, yeah. That was the funny thing that happened here. <laughs> I wonder if this has the same consequences of like some of the other things we've seen where, like you said, Apple and Huawei were you know buying up as much as they could does this do the same sort of thing where the large companies can stay in more power they yep. can produce more and 100%. then the smaller companies just go out of business they can't yep. i'm convinced that the bad thing here is like if you have the buying power it's the same honestly it's the same with vaccines it's like if you have the buying power you clamber over everybody else to get it first if you don't have it you'd lose you have to wait and it hurts <laughs> like uh, apple revels in their success while you random one plus or whoever you are that's small can't get the shit you need to make your thing um so it's this interesting like sort of weird thing that will happen we'll see if it gets bad like w we've also heard about weird supply chain things for years like hard drives i don't know do you, do you remember the hard drive shortage of like 2017 like some factory got flooded and you can buy hard drives for like three months, but like most end. of those things, usually you don't really, you know, you don't really see them because yeah. it's such a niche thing. Like who's like most people aren't in the market to buy a new hard drive anyway. That's a fair point. Um, but it does affect what you'll see, if anything, as prices change, I think, in a big way. Yeah. Like the companies that can make stuff will rack up the prices to like ease demand in a way um do do you guys also have this thing where the recent gme thing just kind of like i mean it's not that i didn't know about this stuff but it like for me it almost felt like it the curtain came up a little bit hmm. if that's the right way of saying Definitely. it and suddenly i see the same shit everywhere yeah. like this is the same thing it's it's all it's all connected it's not per se connected but it's all like the same uh, logic which is a casino it is. i mean it is <laughs> right. it really is and like uh, everything is like i'm sorry it's a cliche but uh, you can trace it all back like apple's share price for example is dictated by three upstream providers tsmc like all these other people who make that stuff and like if they don't do a thing then that will go like it's just this weird world if you really think about it but that's the game <laughs> this yeah. has been a metaphor and a half is there yeah. anything joyful to talk about in the last five minutes of this <laughs> not on our list <laughs> um what have you been doing to keep yourself entertained uh lately <laughs> since we're all still i've been painting. painting i've been painting honestly your paintings like, have been dope they're big right the last one was super big i'm gonna make more big ones i think nice that's awesome. it's scary but it's amazing i don't get to like look at screens like it's mm. the best vacation for my eyeballs ever i can imagine <laughs> it was it was funny though because i i made this big painting in my living room and i was listening to music on my sonos like super loud <laughs> and i was just like screaming with it like i was i wasn't singing anymore it was yeah. just like yelling up at some point i love that and <laughs> my neighbors did the thing with like the 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 broom pole or something where they like <laughs> I love hit it. my ceiling like, oh, and no. I was like oh. yeah and suddenly the magic broke as well I was like uh, no I have to paint in silence I saw oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. it's beautiful how about you Zach maybe maybe to close out Owen can give us a pup date yeah. oh well that's what all I've been doing if I'm honest is doge stuff uh you'd be surprised how much a puppy takes a uh, up your time honestly like I thought I would have time for 
learning piano or something but like i have to train a dog <laughs> actually i have this like sad insight about zoom and also like it's interesting um because like with the pandemic everything's closed right and so we still need to train our dog and so we've been doing dog training over zoom like there's a local dog school we went to when it was open and now they're over zoom and you know what it's both heartbreaking and that like it's so fucking lame compared to going to a class but also really interesting because it works and they would have never done it before like the dog trainers have admitted they would have never done it but it really it works okay like it's actually yeah it's interesting so that's what i've been doing like so uh, would you go to your backyard with your computer and do it no, there? No, it's too or? fucking cold. You do it inside and it's just like oh. downstairs. Like it's just like basic training. So it's okay to do inside. Okay, um, okay, okay. But it is very cute because you get to see all these other people's houses and dogs. And like you wouldn't usually see that. Yeah, uh, true. So it's cool for that. Other than that, like honestly, it's just uh, getting through the day, taking it for walks and then uh, playing way too much Xbox. <laughs> How about yeah, you, Zach? Yeah, I... That sounds actually really good. Yeah. I was just going to say your your dog training story reminds me of like the fluff piece we really need to talk about to close out is uh, is that lawyer that joined a Zoom <laughs> and he had a cat filter on and he couldn't turn it off. Oh my God. <laughs> the sad way that he said, but I'm not, I'm not a cat. Judge, I'm not a cat. <laughs> it's so good and it's so perfect because we've all been there, I think. And but did you, so the best part about all of that was like, there was a story written about uh, where, where is this cat filter from? It was yeah. absurdly hard to find because it's not built Amazing. into Zoom. It's not a Snapchat filter. It turned out to be like some insane Dell driver that like does no some way. weird shit, like Windows 2000 style app that like his kids had found on his computer and fucked with. And I just, I, I love it an unbelievable amount because like it could happen to anybody. And also historians will look at this moment and be like <laughs> what, what the, the fuck? fuck but that's definitely why it was so hard to turn off because yeah. they didn't they didn't know where it was coming from where it was coming from <laughs> oh, so funny i'll put it in the show notes that actually was really frustrating because i was trying to someone had, i saw like someone say but i'm not a cat and i was trying to figure out like you know on twitter it's kind yeah. of like that investigative game of like what is this joke from yeah you was everyone talking about all midway. of a sudden nobody yeah. explains it <laughs> and i finally found the thread about it and it had the screenshot yeah and i was looking for the video in the thread and then someone was like where's the link and someone linked to the new york times and the paywall kept coming up mm-hmm. and i was trying to find it took me like five minutes i mean it felt like a long time it was probably only like five minutes but it yeah. took me a long time to find the video but i'll put it in the show notes so people can in enjoy that yeah i often i i must admit like i like to think i'm up with these things but i'll often end up on twitter be like what the fuck are people talking about and then i google <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> what is cat guy <laughs> Usually, like there's some like clickbait shit that will tell me yeah. and i just it's so funny that Twitter still hasn't quite figured it out. Like they have that thing on the right that's like, what's happening now? But it's never, never the actual conversation. Like it's always yeah. something from three days ago. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, um, on that note, anyway. it's time to yeah, do job things. So it's time to wrap up there. Um, Wrapping up. Please join us in Discord. Yeah. I know that we're all trying to spend more time there. So might as well. We're always online. Uh <laughs> Not me, I'm Bleak. painting. <laughs> Bleak. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, anyway, so join the Discord. We're all hanging out. Uh, I'm sorry. Please slay me if you want about Elon Musk. Like, get at it. Otherwise, uh, we will we'll see you uh, in there.
So. Oh, I, I, that's, I guess, the important programming note is we're going to record every other week now. Yeah. Yes. Let us know what you think of that cadence. For what it's worth, here's my take. While we're stuck at home, I don't have much time to listen to podcasts, so maybe it's better. But if you find that there's a hole in your heart, <laughs> you want more, tell us. Uh, you I'd can also just listen it twice, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, listen I like to that. it at two well, times an old speed. one. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's start true. over. Start to episode one. Oh my God. Start playing it back. It'll yeah. sound like a different universe when tech was still fun. Uh, okay. It's time to go. Bye. Bye. Bye, biscuits. all try to clap at the same time yeah. yes ready but count us down <laughs> oh do you want to count down yeah three two one clap <laughs> i mean it doesn't matter as long as the one of the claps anyway um no no because it because you don't have your okay your microphone's again. not picking up your okay ready three count. two one <laughs> it's close